Yo, welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Smitty, episode three. Thank y'all for joining. I appreciate it. Make sure y'all subscribe. Make sure y'all leave some comments, reviews, all that good stuff. Let me first start by saying, arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. No justice has been found yet. Uh, Make sure y'all spread that message, man. Spread that, spread that, spread that. We need to spread that to everybody, man. Make sure y'all arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Uh, with that said, man, again, thank y'all for joining. Third episode, Straight Talk with Smitty. I told y'all I was coming back every week. I will be dropping some episodes in between weeks, too, so make sure y'all stay on the lookout. That's why y'all got to hit that subscribe button so when I drop these episodes, y'all can be the first ones to get it. Um, before we get started on today's episode, man, let me give a big shout-out to Caffeine and uh, Smack URL. For those who don't know, uh, I do broadcast on Caffeine at jsmitty 23 Smitty 23 is at Caffeine. Uh, they just had a big, big, big event this past weekend. Uh, Summer Madness 10, loaded card. Uh, the best battle rappers in the world. And that by far was one of the best cards in Smack slash URL history. I'm saying it first. The best card, not only on Caffeine. They've been in partnership with Caffeine for maybe a few months and uh, put together some dope events, but this one was by far the best event on Caffeine and probably one of the best events in Smack URL. Again, for those for those who's listening who's not familiar with what I'm talking about. So this is like old this is like battle rap. For those who watch Eight Mile and saw how they battle rap on Eight Mile, it's similar to that. However, it's on a whole it's you know, magnified by a hundred, right? So you got some of the best battle rappers in the world bar for bar, spitting their bars, and I'm talking about, like, high-level lyrics at this point, like, none of that ABC, some of the stuff they were doing at 8 Mile, right, Papa Docs and all that, this is, like, legit high-level stuff, and and like I said, some of these folks, man, they, they're um they getting praises for some of the biggest rappers in the world, Jay-Z and Method Man, even Eminem, so, you know, shout-out to Smacking URL, again, they had one of their big events, Summer Madness 10, uh, it was a loaded card, man. I, I broadcast it on Caffeine for four and a half hours. Uh, a lot of people showed up in the comments. A lot of people was watching with me. Uh, you know, it was entertaining. Um, for those who's listening, who know what I'm talking about, I'll give y'all a quick rundown on who I feel was the uh, was the battler of the night and what I feel was the battle of the night. So first, the battler of the night, I got to give it to Reed Dollars. Reed Dollars came with some fire. The battle with him and Nitty. Uh, pre-Summer Madness, I actually had the prediction. The prediction's on YouTube, too, so make sure I check that out on the battle wrap-up uh, with Smitty and Zion. My pre-battle prediction was actually Reed Dollars getting 30. I thought he was going to get sweeped. I, I, I predicted Nitty was going to win every round, but boy was, I, boy, was I wrong. Reed came with some fire. I mean, it, he had the total package. Uh, Reed Dollars, you know, obviously his first three battle since coming out of retirement or whatever you want to call it I don't think he had the battle the battlers like 
the kit. He didn't have everything. He had bars in all his battles, but he didn't have the stage presence. He didn't have the performance. He didn't have just like the timing, the cadence. He didn't have all of that prior. But this past weekend, Saturday, Summer Madness 10, he had everything. And I thought he actually edged every round. So I actually called it a gentleman's 30. I thought he gave him a gentleman's 30. So shout out to Reed Dollars, man. I gave you the performance of the night. It was it was a dope, dope surprise, man. Uh, in terms of the battle of the night, I had to give it to B-Dot and T-Top. That was the most entertaining back and forth. Um, you know, Caffeine is alive, so you can watch it as it streams live. However, I can't wait for smacking them and drop that on the app because that battle – it has replay value. I'm telling you now, it's going to have replay value. So uh, it's definitely going to be a dope, 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 dope replay watch. Right? I'm going to sit there and watch that. I, I, I'm telling you now, I'm going to watch it over and over again, man. Um, T-Top, for those who don't know, for those who do. But T-Top, he has that. Um, I street, I, I'm a street hustler. I move these packs, blah, blah, blah type of rap. And, and B-Dot is that more conscious rapper. And so the angles that they presented in their battles was Fire. And I'm talking about flawless three rounds from each of them. Uh, it was like a chess match, like a boxing match where T-Top's first round and B-Dot's first round kind of countered each other. And you could tell that they strategically planned and how they wanted to craft their rounds. And it just so happened that each each round was close. So shout out to B-Dot and T-Top for the battle of the night. Um, again, if y'all want to get the full recap, Make sure y'all go over to YouTube, the Battle Wrap-Up. Check that out, the Battle Wrap-Up with Smitty and Zion. Um, there's another event on October 17th and another event October 31st. I will be broadcasting uh, on Caffeine, so make sure y'all follow me on Caffeine at jsmitty23. Um, but let's get into some um, some Smitty topics, man, for, for this week's episode. Uh, we're going to start with some entertainment. Uh, the Emmys is going on right now, and I was actually checking out some of the Emmys and I was surprised when I saw DJ D Nice DJing the Emmys. I was I was low key hyped. I'm like, what? And I, I did not expect to to see D Nice up there, but I thought that was dope, man. He brought that that they call me D Nice, D Nice, that D Nice flavor to it, man. So I I thought that was dope, man. Um, I was only able to catch a few um, of the uh, Emmy Award winners, but um, it's a show. I want to put this. Up. It's called Shit's Creek. I never heard of this show before, but the first maybe six awards that I was able to catch, they swept everything. I was like, damn, like, I got to check this out, man. I, think, I guess it's a comedy. Um, you know, if y'all listening, you know, man, make sure y'all hit me up. Shoot me an email, jsmitty313 at Gmail, or leave it in the comments on uh, on whatever stream ser- streaming service y'all are watching or listening to it. But what what is the Shit's Creek? I guess um, it's a comedy, but... Everybody, they got like seven awards so far. I'm like, dang, they, they really sweeping the Emmys right now. So I definitely got to check that out because, like I said, I try, I try to keep up with some of that, but it's, I've been so busy. I really haven't had time to sit down and watch a long-standing series like that. So, um, But it seemed like it's dope, right? Um, Shout-out to Regina King. I was able to see that. She won Outstanding League Actress for her role in Watchmen. I think that's super dope. So uh, shout-out to her, man. But... You know, I, I see everybody um, who are being nominated for these events. They all are um, sending messages out for social injustice and, you know, encouraging everybody to vote. So uh, I think that's really dope, man. I see a lot of, I think Regina King had a um, Breonna Taylor t-shirt. Um, I see, oh, girl, I can't think of her name. She won an award tonight, too. I apologize. I can't think of her name, but she's from the Orange New Black. She's like crazy eyes from the Orange New Black. 
Uh, shout out to her. She won. Uh, she had a dope speech. She had a Breonna Taylor t-shirt on as well. So I think that was fire. I think that was fire. So um, definitely make sure y'all continue to spread that message. But um, speaking of, you know, keep, to keep moving on, to move on from Emmys, let's go see what else we got going on. Uh, shout out to Nelly, man, from Dancing with the Stars. Last week, um, his first round was in. His first round was all right. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see what he's gonna come back with this week. But he um he first song he came out with the country grammar. He had the Jays on, uh, so I thought that was a little entertaining. But you know he I think he got like a score like a 17 or something. It was hilarious. Uh, even though he ended with a backflip, but everybody know Nelly's athletic or whatever. But uh, they gave him a hard time. I, I thought it was pretty dope, man. He looked like he was a little nervous up there. But uh, him, I only only watched Dance with the Stars and him and Charles Oakley. I definitely wanted to see what him and Charles Oakley was gonna bring to the table. And uh, Charles Oakley was all right. He was he was real stiff though. He was like a little mannequin. He actually got a low key low score too, but it was hilarious. So I can't wait to tune in to see what they're talking about uh, for this next week. So check this out. There's a movie that just dropped uh, this past week. So let me pause y'all right now. This is a spoiler alert. If y'all not seeing Antebellum. Stop this recording right now. So I'm about to give out some spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Antebellum with Janelle Monae. I'm about to spoil spoil this movie if you have not seen it. So please stop listening if you were planning to watch that movie, or if you if you're a person who hate to be hate to get spoiled, hate, hate for a movie to be spoiled. Stop it right now. Somebody spoil it for you. But check this out. It's a movie called Antebellum that just dropped with Janelle Monae. I I didn't even see none of the trailers for this. I saw like the, I, I kept catching the end of the trailers. I never saw the full trailer, so I didn't even know what this movie was about prior to watching it. So we watched this movie this past week. It started like during the slave times, right? And so she is like a slave uh, working on this plantation. And um, as, when the movie started, I'm like, what I typically do when I watch a movie, especially at the house. During the movie, I'm always just looking at some of the reviews, and I seen this had Rotten Tomatoes had 28%, or yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm like, damn, that's terrible. Like, but it has like a little decent little plot to it, right? So I'm watching the movie. So let me tell you again. So the movie is basically about Janelle Monae, the slave on this plantation, and throughout the movie, she it's like she's working with other slaves to try to figure out how to escape uh, this all white plantation, and um. They're, they're being real cryptic on her plan to escape. So through the first half of the movie, she's being real weird. It's like she's like um, not, she she don't want to really interact with some of the other slaves. She just keeps telling them to be patient. But then there's a scene where they bring in new slaves, new female slaves. And then this one slave, she actually recognizes Janelle Monae's character. And she said, I recognize you. You're from Virginia. Like, what are we doing here? So I'm sitting there like, okay, what what the hell is going on in this movie, right? So then halfway through the movie, there's a scene where she's in a bed uh, with one of these um, slave owners who's been sleeping with her or whatever, raping her. So she's in the bed, and then she just wakes up. She hears the phone ring, and then she wakes up. But she wakes up in modern time in 2020 where she got a husband, she got a daughter, and she's this big famous author um, who who writes write these books, these self-conscious books, and... Um, so I'm like, what the hell? So it was really confusing, right? And so when she's in the modern times, she is, um, she's basically, so let me jump back a little bit. I'm messing y'all up. Let me jump back a little bit. 
So on the plantation, there's a woman who's like the sister of the, the main slave owners, right, who runs the plantation. And so the same lady from the slave times, she is actually doing an interview with this lady via Zoom during the modern times. And so some of the same characters from what you what you thought was a dream with the slavery are starting to show up during the real and present time, right? And so basically what happened is she got kidnapped because she's she's spreading all of this black woman empowerment. She got kidnapped by these white people who built a whole stage plantation somewhere in New Orleans, uh, somewhere in Louisiana. They built a stage plantation and they actually ran this just like it was the early 1900s during slavery. Shit was crazy. I'm like, wait a minute. So halfway, I figured it out halfway through the movie. So I'm watching the movie. And once I saw, like, the she got in an Uber drive. She got she jumped in the Uber, and then the lady was in the front seat. I said, okay, this, I see what's happening. And then the brother jumped in the back seat and, like, kind of tried to kidnap her and banged her head against the window. That's when I said, oh, okay. That was real. However, they just showing up the story. They, they, jump, they jump in time to show how she got kidnapped. And it's a dope movie, man. Like, I, I might be butchering the description of the movie or... Having y'all wondering, like, man, what the hell is he talking about? But I think it's a really dope movie. I definitely don't think it was on 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. I definitely was lost by that one. But it's a real dope movie, man. It's, it's streaming on uh, Fandango. Check that out. Uh, it's the same directors who did, uh, who worked with Jordan Peele on Get Out. So you know it has that, 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 um, that Jordan feel, that Jordan Peele feel to the movie, right? Where it's kind of a big twist at the end. The way the movie is shot and directed, uh, it's just like Get Out and some of his other movies, uh, and, and and us. So definitely check that out, man. Make sure y'all support Janelle Monae. She's actually a really talented actor, uh, or just a talent, a talent in itself. Because of course she she's known for her singing, her her music. But uh, there's a few movies and shows that she's been in that really I feel is one of her. Um, she's one of, like the breakout stars. I always thought Queen Latifah uh, was one of the best female artists that turned actor, actress, but uh, I think Janelle Monae is definitely giving her a run for her money. Who y'all think, man? Let me know in some of the comments, too, like, who y'all think is the best, um, the best female, um, musician. Okay, I don't know what I brought, let me broaden this out, I forgot about J-Lo, damn. J-Lo, a pretty dope actress, too. I forgot about J-Lo, we got Queen Latifah, Mary J. Blige is doing her thing, um, like I said, Janelle Monae, I'm trying to think of who else. I think those probably might be the top. Am I missing somebody? Who am I missing? Queen Latifah, J Lo. Uh, like I said, I like Mary. If y'all, Mary J Blige. She's on the new, um, the Power Book Two, the new Power Show on Star. She's on there, killing it. But she's been in movies and, and shows before. But uh, I definitely think Janelle Monae, Janelle Monae might be the best. I think she really might be the best. So uh, shout out to her. It's Antebellum. Like I said, it's streaming. It just dropped this past week. I think it's dope if y'all looking for something to watch and to be uh, entertained. Hopefully you did what I told you to do. Hopefully you pause this and maybe you listen to it now and after you watch the movie, but it's definitely a dope watch. Um, speaking of that, who y'all feel? Let me see. Speaking of uh, musicians or uh, yeah, entertain, yeah, musicians turn actor, actress, I told y'all who I feel might be the best female in the game. Who y'all think is the best male in the game? We got LL Cool J. 
Ice T, Tupac, or Will Smith. Oh, Will might be cheating, man. I don't know. Will might be cheating. He might be in another. I don't think I could put them in the same. I, I just disrespectful to Will, man. Let me let me switch that up. Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent, LL, Ice T, or Tupac. Tupac was cold, man. Listen, Tupac would have never, obviously, you know, been killed, been murdered. Tupac had his career in acting on the. He was going, man. Up from Juice, um, he he did he did hella movies, man. That he was poetic justice. He was firing, and uh, Gridlock. These are all throwback movies, man. Some of y'all might be too young to know what I'm talking about, but go back and watch those, man. Juice, poetic justice, Gridlock. Uh, I think Ice T's fire. Obviously, he had a uh, a long standing career on Law Order SVU, where he'd been dropping some, um, you know, weekly classic episodes week after week. I think that show's been running for twenty plus years. I think he might have joined like season three or four, but he's definitely been a staple in that show. His character, and he got some dope movies too. If y'all haven't seen some of his, his movies, especially in his younger days, he was on New Jack City. He was fire in New Jack City, one of the stars with Wesley Snipes. Uh, but he got a bunch of other movies as well uh, that he was dope in. Uh, 50 Cent, obviously 50 is, is newer in terms of acting, um, but he's been on Power. Uh, he's been on other TV shows that he has, um, that For Life on ABC that he's been in. Of course, he had to get Richard Dot trying when he first came out with his music. Um, but 50, he, he's getting, he's actually getting better, better and better, I feel, uh, over his uh, acting career. But LL might have it though. Out of those four, LL might might have it. You know, he got his show. I think it's like NCIS or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't watch the TV show that he's on, but I think it, I think he's uh, he's a dope actor. Um, In Too Deep, one of my favorite movies. LL on there. Uh, he played the God character, uh, but he's been in a bunch of movies. Deliver Us from Eva. Um, he had the one movie, the Shark movie. Uh, I forgot what he had. The Shark movie with. Uh, with Samuel L. Jackson, I can't think of the name of it, about to kill me, y'all know what I'm talking about, man, but he had that one too, uh, it's like Deep Waters, or Deep Blue Sea, yeah, Deep Blue Sea, with LL, I think that was dope, He he's always entertaining, and dedicated to his craft, so, let me know who y'all think, man, if y'all had to pick one, LL, uh, Ice-T, 50 Cent, or Tupac, I forgot about Ice Cube too, Ice Cube been in some movies too, he been dope too, he, dang, I forgot so many, I forgot. I'm going to do an episode like that one time, man. Maybe on the next episode, I might just break down artists who, you know, turn actors and, you know, vice versa. There's a lot of actors who want to jump in the music scene, too. But, yo, I actually just saw the trailer. I'm going to transition to something I just saw earlier. I saw the trailer for the WandaVision. If y'all, any of my Marvel fans out there that like the Marvels, um, they just dropped the trailer for WandaVision. That's, that's exclusively on Disney+. Plus. I think that's going to be dope. Um, and the, the trailer looked dope at least. I think it's, it's kind of weird in terms of like the storyline that they're going to go with. I mean, I haven't uh, really dug too deep in the storyline, but just looking at the trailer, it was kind of all over the place, but it, you know, I think it's going to be dope. Marvel never, Marvel don't miss. That's one consistent brand of movies and shows that I feel like there's not one Marvel movie, especially the new ones, the new Marvel with this new, this new universe that they've been in. With all the Iron Mans, the Captain Americas, the Thors, I don't think none of those was a miss. Maybe the prior Marvels, like some of the X Men movies, was terrible, but the new Marvels, I think those have been fire. So 
you know, uh, I can't wait to see what that looks like. All right, let's get into some sports real quick, man. Listen, the Clippers. We haven't talked since the Clippers lost their uh, second round to the to the Nuggets. Game seven, it was a meltdown. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Man, oh man, oh man, they, they need some changes, man. Everybody keeps saying fire Doc Rivers. Don't fire Doc. Are you crazy? Fire Doc Rivers. Are you crazy? Doc Rivers is an NBA champion coach. He's been in the league. He knows what he's doing. There's no fire Doc Rivers. They're calling the fire Doc Rivers in his first year with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. You want to fire this man after one year? Because they didn't win the NBA championship. They were they were cooking before they went into the bubble. They had some players that, they first of all, their players never been healthy the whole season. So they had players that hurt. They never really had their core lineup in majority of the season. They've been hurt, right? Then you go into the the pandemic where that's disrupts some of their flow, some of their uh, cohesiveness. Their teamwork kind of got disrupted. They had to lay off for a couple of months. Then they come into the bubble where you had players that didn't come into the bubble for weeks. You know, after they got there, uh, Kawhi came a little late. Uh, Montrez Harold, their sixth man of the year, came late, so he couldn't get his rhythm in time. Luke Will, we know Luke Will went to go get that, went to get them chicken wings from the strip club, so. He had to miss some games. Pat Beverly got hurt. Paul George, he admitted on camera that he was battling with a mental mental illness while he was in the bubble, and people crucifying him. Come on, man. Y'all got to cut these people some slack, man. Like, you know, we look at them as being, you know, multimillionaire athletes, and they are living a glorious lifestyle. I mean, they're playing a sport that's getting paid millions to play a sport that they grew up loving. So they they're they're they are blessed, but at the same time they're human. They people just like us. So, um, you know, I, I think next year they'll be back if they maybe get another uh, supporting piece on that team, or they probably don't even need us another supporting piece. If they just get healthy and they just get they they line up, they're gonna be trouble next year. So, um, but I do not say fire Doc Rivers, man. Cut Doc Rivers, cut Doc some slack, man. Like I said, he's a, a Hall of Fame coach. He is. He didn't know what's gonna happen this year, man. His players. You know he he made it to the he he made it to the second round, one game away from playing the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. They, you know they they run against a young Denver young hungry team. So I definitely don't say fire Doc Rivers, man. Keep Doc. See what the Clippers gonna do next year. Um, yo, Bron, LBJ. So the story's running around. I guess LeBron's son was caught smoking weed on. Um, on his Instagram story, they say he meant to send it to his close friends, but he ended up sending it to to everybody. The boy is 16, 15 years old in L.A. He's never been in trouble that we know of, no real trouble. He was caught with a blunt or some weed that he was smoking. I mean, he's a kid, man. Like, ease up, man. People out here look calling LeBron a bad father and, He's a terrible parent. Like, are you? Come on, man. Come on, man. What we what we talking about? We all been sixteen. We all been fifteen. What y'all do at fifteen? Y'all calling him a bad parent because his son? Well, we just didn't have this type of exposure. I'm sure people have done way worse at fifteen than take a puff of a blunt or some weed. And we just lucky nothing was ever put out there into the world like this, man. So, again, when he out here. We talk about players playing in the bubble, and this kid is is in a 
spotlight. He, his father is arguably the most famous person on this planet. Like, come on. And he got the weight of his shoulder because he's talented too. So he's right behind him. He's named right after him. That's Bronny. Like, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's probably tough being in his shoes, man. Like, he probably can get whatever he wants. He's probably blessed to have the luxury lifestyle that, you know, a lot of people crave. But, man, he make one mistake. Like, it's plastered everywhere. Like, and the social media thing, man, he got millions of followers on social media. So the fact that, like I said, that he's out there, it's tough. So cut Bronny some slack, man. I'm not I'm not jumping on the uh, crucify, crucify Bronny train. I ain't doing that, man. Cut that kid some slack, man. He's 15, 16. He's trying to. He's trying to live a normal life, but, you know, sometimes he makes mistakes. Do I think it was wrong for him to post it? Of course. Like, what the hell is you doing? Even if you send it to your close friends, man, you got to be careful. Your close friends might want to go viral. They might want to send that out to the world. They say it was his mistake. He actually, I guess, shared it on IG to to the public instead of sharing it to close friends. But you never know, man. You definitely got to be careful with that. Yo, speaking of keeping it on sports, man, there's a lot of NFL players that, I got injured this week, so you know, speedy recovery, man. I seen psych, um, seen Barkley go down. I seen uh, Jimmy Garoppolo go down. Um, I seen a bunch of NFL cats go down. It's like seven or eight just this week. So, man, NFL players get healthy, man. You know, y'all didn't have the luxury of a, a preseason to kind of to ease into it, especially with some of the the big time players, the starters, the superstars. They don't they don't never play the whole preseason anyway. They use those. They play, you know, minutes start to increase as the games go to get them ready for the regular season. So make sure y'all take care of y'all bodies out there, man. And, um, you know, get healthy soon, man. It's, it's like I said, it's like seven, four of the starters from the San Francisco 49ers all got hurt. I'm like, damn, like the quarterback, Joey Bosa, I forgot about Joey Bosa, the defensive player. He got hurt. Uh, I think he had a torn ACL. They just reported. So, Man, y'all players get Saquon Barkley. Y'all players get healthy, man. That sucks, man. It's, it's um, it's already sucks that y'all playing and don't have the the fans to get y'all that extra adrenaline, that extra boost. Now, it's definitely you know bad that y'all getting hurt out here, man. So, get well, get healthy soon. Um, let me stop, man. Moment of silence for James White's dad. If y'all know James White from the New England Patriots, the the running back. He was the Super Bowl MVP a few years back. Uh, his dad was killed in a car accident, man. So let me just give a quick moment of silence for, for him. Yeah, man, that was tough. I, I uh, right before the Patriots game started, I saw that report. Uh, I say his mom is in like ICU in critical condition. Um, I will say it's dope that Robert Kraft. So they're in um, they're in Seattle. I guess his mom and dad were in an accident in Miami. Um, and so right before the game is when they found out about it. And the owner of the New England Patriots, Robert Kraft, he asked, he told James White, hey, I'll, I'll let you use the private jet. You can just fly right to Miami right away. Uh, he chose not to. He said he would just fly back home you know, with the team after the game. But he he wasn't in a, you know, a mental condition to actually play, which is definitely understandable. And, and Robert Kraft and, and Belichick, they supported him 110%. But I thought it was dope that Robert Kraft even said it like, out his own mouth, like, look, here, take basically take the keys to the jet. You can fly to Miami right now by yourself. I'll get you there. Uh, that was dope that he, you know, he extended that he extended that branch to James White. Man, that's tough, man. Uh, I said he was extremely close to his dad, and, and um, definitely condolences and prayers up for him and his family, man. 
All right, so look, every week, man, I'm going to start giving y'all uh, a story from my week. So I'm going to call it Smitty's Week. I'm going to give y'all a funny, interesting story before we get up out of here. So my son is in the fourth grade, and he's doing virtual school. And I'm going to try to find and get him a, a desk for the longest, right? All these desks were sold out everywhere. I'm talking about um, every furniture store we went to, every... Um, Every online spot was back order, back order. So I'm like, I get this kid a desk. So I'm mean, going to Ikea, right? Yeah, I like Ikea. Ikea got some dope stuff, and it's and it's affordable on, on the low, too. So Ikea, they they had this particular desk. It's a Mickey. Y'all know what I'm talking about, man. It's Ikea Mickey desk. So I've been mean, going on their website, and it kept getting a pushback. This is like starting back in like July, maybe August. It's like, oh, it's going to come in. You know, a week a week later it'll be here. A week later it'll be here. Every time I check, the date keeps getting pushed back and back and back. So I'm like, all right, man, what's going on? So one day, I see that they have this this desk at the St. Louis IKEA. So I'm like, all right, bet. So I try to order it online, but for some reason it kept defaulting to a Houston branch, a Houston location. So I'm like, man, what the hell? So I call up there. I said, hey, look, they say y'all got like six of these desks, and the lady's like. Uh, well, no, it's actually sold out. So I'm like, lady, you sure? I mean, it's showing me on y'all site they got six. And she was like, well, maybe they just didn't update the system or something. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just run up there and see if they got it in stock. So I drive, I drive up there. It's like 20, 25 minutes from where I was at, maybe 20 from where I was at. I get up there. I asked the dude. He asked the dude that's working like in the little computers area or whatever. I'm like, hey, man, you know, what's up with these Mickey desks? I took a screenshot. I show him. He's like, Nah, they're all gone, man. They just got in this morning, but they sold out in like 15 minutes. So I'm like, damn. He's like, yeah, man, you just got to keep watching, man. And sign up because we'll send you an email. I'm like, man, by the time y'all send me an email, it's going to be too late. So he's like, uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. Just keep watching. So we're like, all right, whatever. So this past week, I go on the web website on the Humble. It's like 9 o'clock in the morning. They open at 11. I go on the website, and I see they had like 10 in stock. So I'm like, bet. So... At 10.30, I drive down to Ikea. On my way to Ikea, I'm talking to God. I said, God, please let me get this desk, man. I want to be the hero. I want my son to get this desk. I want to come home as the hero when I you know, give it to him or whatever. So I'm like, please give me this desk. So I'm talking to God. I said, God, as I'm pulling, as I'm pulling off of the exit, I see like maybe like four or five homeless people like all kind of scattered in the area. So I said, God, if you give me this desk, the next homeless person I see, I would give him $20. So I put in the Ikea. I'm like the second person in line. And so I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like, man, I think God going to come through for me. But then I have that other doubt, like, damn, I think the system's going to be, like, outdated. And this probably happened yesterday. They just ain't, re ain't refreshed their system. So I get in Ikea. I know how to go to a little shortcut. Like, a lot of people that go in Ikea, they, get through the, they go through the whole store, the whole displays in order to get to the warehouse. I know how to take, take the little shortcut to the warehouse. So I'm in there, the first person. I'm on the little carts. You know, the carts that be turned sideways. I'm on there, like, I'm standing on it, sliding through the store and whatever. So I get there. It's this young black cat. I'm like, hey, bro, tell me I got this desk. He's like, yeah, they, just, they, they came in this morning. So I'm like, bet. Get the desk. I pull out. I go pay for it. I pull it out of Ikea. In my head, I'm like, damn, well, no key would keep this 20. But I say, you know what? I can't do it. I got I to stay true to my plan with God. So I see a guy across the street. The pro I, I didn't give it to him because the problem is the way I was leaving Ikea, there was like a barrier, so I had to turn right. I couldn't turn left, so I was like, damn, so I can't give it to this guy. God, 
bless me, I'm going to give it to the next person I see. So right as I'm pulling onto the expressway, it's a guy like right there on the edge of it. So I'm checking, man, I, I thought I was about to get smacked by a car. I stopped right in the middle of it. I said, yo, dude, turn around. I don't know what his sign said. His sign could have said anything. I just gave him the 20 on the home. There you go, man. Take this 20. Uh, you know, I had to had to carry on the blessings, man. I had to bless others. God blessed me, so I had to bless him. So um, I'll leave y'all with that story, man. Make sure y'all bless one another. You know, pay it forward. Spread love. It's the Smitty way. Thank y'all for rocking out. Make sure y'all uh, rate. Make sure y'all leave a comment. Make sure y'all subscribe. Follow me on Caffeine at jsmitty23. And continue to support, man. I support y'all. Thank y'all for rocking out. Yo, y'all know I'm gonna play my favorite joint for y'all. I ain't leave y'all. Come on, man. Yeah, I've been playing this joint every week. Again, this is Dankery Har on Blessed, A New Day. It's one of my motivational songs, man. Let's go. Watch out, bro.